Welcome to Mars Messina Presents. I am your hostess, Mars Messina. Today is episode eight of Mars Messina Presents. And today's date is May 29th, 2021. What would have been President Kennedy's 104th birthday. Now, had he not been struck down by a bullet, he probably wouldn't have lived to be very old because of his health problems, but there is a possibility that he could have lived to be 104 because his mother lived to be 104 years old, Rose Kennedy. Um, I'm having a few audio problems today, so please bear with me. I think that they're passable, but... Um, if I'm too quiet, just turn up the volume just a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, so today's topic is actually age related and we're going to be speaking about youth as experienced by the young and why the young are the way they are, but we will also be addressing youth and how, or the youthful vitality and how the rest of us can retain this this youthfulness as we age, no matter what age we are. And the, the subject is really vast. So I'm going to be talking in deeply general terms. And I'm going to be talking about youth from the point of view of Western biomedicine and traditional Chinese medicine, or what is called TCM. So... Bear with me as I am trying to explain the universe from a kinder, kindergartner's point of view. Okay, so youth, um, according to biomedicine. So we're, we're thinking about adolescence now and teenagers making really dumb decisions that drive us crazy or that frighten us for their safety. But there's reasons that they do the things they do. So... Adolescence is a time of significant growth and development inside the brain. And because the prefrontal cortex, which is situated right behind the forehead, because that part of the brain is still developing, teenagers tend to rely on the part of the brain called the amygdala um, to make decisions and solve problems more than adults would. And the amygdala are deep within the temporal lobe, um, of the brain's cerebrum, which is in the middle part of the brain. And you find this in complex vertebrates, which include humans. Uh, so shown to perform a primary role in processing memory, decision-making, and emotional responses, including fear, anxiety, and aggression, the amygdala are considered part of the limbic system of the brain. So you might remember this a little bit from your classes in school. And the limbic system governs um, the functions of emotion and behavior. So... So here, this middle part of the brain is undergoing uh, lots of changes. But the white matter and the gray matter of the brain also undergo significant changes during adolescent years. So the white matter is filled with something called myelin. Think about that as wire insulation. So there's a 
um, a chunk of electricity, if you will, wanting to go from A to B, it's going to take the myelin to go there. Okay. So in order for input from nearby and more distant neurons to arrive simultaneously, the transmission must be exquisitely timed. Okay, so myelin is intimately involved with the fine-tuning of this timing, okay, which encodes the basis for thought, consciousness, and meaning. But... Um, the, this new wiring in the adolescent brain is happening so quickly that that timing is often off. Another component that we need to consider are what we call raging hormones. So in other words, there's neurotransmitters, um, which are chemicals that pass information from one neuron to another, and they're running amok at this point because the brain is changing so much. In, in this growth period. Now going back to infancy, a baby's brain contains almost twice the number of synapses that an adult brain has. And why is that? Because um, it's growing, okay? So that makes sense. Now by the time a child reaches the age of two or three, the brain undergoes a process of pruning. Yes, I did say pruning, which eliminates synapses that are not used or stimulated by the environment. So by the diminishing of the number of connections in the brain, pruning actually results in a more efficient brain. So think about your garden. Think about your plants that have the dead leaves on it or there's dead wood, um, dead twigs. You clear all that out and you snip all that out. Um, and the reason you do that is you're trying to create space for new growth to occur. And this is happening in the toddler brain. Okay, so by the time um, a child reaches or a girl reaches the age of 11, 11 and a boy reaches the age of 12, there's a short period in there where the amount of gray matter increases after that initial pruning. Then after that period in adolescence, the brain undergoes a second pruning. And at this point, the gray matter actually decreases as the white matter increases. Why am I telling you this? Why am I being your science teacher? Well, you're about to find out. So this pruning, it the way it works is it works from the back of the brain to the front. Not only the pruning, but the myelination of the brain occurs back to front. So thinking again about the prefrontal cortex, which is the area of the brain responsible for planning, decision-making, setting priorities, forming strategies, controlling impulse, and um, controlling inappropriate behavior, that part of the brain is the last part of the brain that is pruned and myelinated. So yes, our adolescents do understand right from wrong, but they do not completely comprehend consequences and they can't because they're just not developed. And yes, we find some adolescents who are further along the process than others. And we tend to reward those, um, those adolescents for being mature and 
and punishing adolescents for being immature and it's it's just not fair their brains have just not function are not functioning that way are not functioning the way an adults do they just don't and that's nature that's science so while the limbic system that middle part of the brain finishes developing around puberty pruning and myelination of the prefrontal cortex proceeds much slower and continues into one's 20s. So as one scientist put it, think about the limbic system as an accelerator propelling a car along a highway and the prefrontal cortex as the brain's steering wheel and brakes. Because of the gap in the timing of the development of these two systems, Adolescence is a time when the accelerator is being pushed to the floor while the brakes have yet to be fully installed. Now we're talking about an adolescent brain. And doesn't it make sense the way they act sometimes or the way we acted when we were kids? So again, limbic system and prefrontal cortex, limbic system being in the middle part of the brain, mostly developed by early adolescence, whereas the prefrontal cortex, um, it doesn't really function smoothly with the limbic system and other parts of the brain until one's early to mid-20s. Oftentimes you will see the number 25 because that's usually a good number right around the time when the brain is fully fine-tuned, if you will, and ready for adulthood. Limbic system functions include risk-taking, motivation, hunger, sleep cycle, long-term memory, sensation-seeking, reward-seeking, novelty-seeking, impulsivity, primacy of emotional expression, and immediate needs. And we see this by the tons in our teenagers, again, because their limbic system is fully developed and that's what they rely on for their decision making. Whereas the later developed prefrontal cortex, the functions there include decision making, planning, working memory, prioritizing, inhibiting impulses, reflecting, organizing, strategizing, self-control, coordinating thought and emotion, and delaying gratification. That, those are all very adult um, functions, aren't they? Now, there's actually evolutionary advantages to adolescent traits. So when we think about risk-taking, we have to uh, look at it as a way of driving the children out of the parental nest and into the world. That's why they're risk takers. Sensation seeking ignites a desire to explore the world of which they will become part of. So we have to, with guidance, allow them teenagers to be teenagers. Uh, their preference for being with peers over family that creates affiliations with the people they will be spending most of their time with in adulthood. They've left home. They're not hanging out with their families. They're hanging out with their peers. <clears throat> and this process begins, 
you know, really in the adolescent teenagehood when friends become more important than family, you have to accept that. It's very important. Um, reward seeking, okay, impels them to seek and find food and consume survival essential uh, natural rewards, such as, um, like I said, food, water, and warmth. So when we have a teenager who is really worried about um, getting an A in a class or winning an award at an art fair or trying to make the first string of the football team, that's actually preparing them to make a living. So whatever their interests are, encourage that. You know, you might have a dream that they're going to be a lawyer. Well, what if they're artistic? Let them, let them pursue that because that will give them confidence. You tell them you can do anything you want to do and that will uh, make them more likely to be successful when they can believe in themselves. Um, and the one that probably drives parents crazier than most of these adolescent traits, um, romantic and sexual attraction to others. Now, this, um, this trait connects them with possible mates with the potential to procreate and pass along genes to the next generation. You probably wish that this wouldn't happen until adulthood when they're out of the house, but it happens um, because it is part of the function of the limbic system. So expect it um, and understand it and accept. Accept that your teenagers are going to be little Randy horn dogs. It's, it's just their way. It's nature. Um, <clears throat> but you have to be the one to put the brakes on it and to teach them how to do that. So how do we keep the adolescent brain healthy? Food is the main building block for a healthy brain. Each neurotransmitter needs its own share of minerals, vitamins, amino acids to be properly synthesized. Um, so reduce saturated fat, introduce probiotics, encourage exercise, a full night's sleep, and calming music. Now, they're going to go out there and they're going to rock out, which is fine. You know, they're going to be listening to wild music. You know, um, let them choose their music, but also introduce them to something that's a little more relaxing um, while they study and while they get ready to sleep. And teach them how to meditate. This is really good for their brain. And this is good for all of us. We need to carry these things into adulthood. But start them young. Okay, so that's youth according to biomedicine. And like I said, I barely scratched the surface. But I, I hope that gives you um, a reason or helps you understand the reason why teenagers are the way they are. Prefrontal cortex, hormones. And that's just nature. They can't help that. Now, according to traditional Chinese medicine, they also have a reason why, you know, the youth are the way they are. But they explain it in a different way. They explain nature in a different way than biomedicine does. But they complement each other. And I often wish they were taught with each other. So anyway, in TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, 
there are two um, laws, if you will, that drive nature. And one of them is the yin-yang theory. So you've probably seen the circle that's half black and half white, and there's a little dot of black in the white part of the circle and a little dot of white in the black part of the circle, yin-yang. And um, what that is is a combination of complementary manner um, matter. Uh, so it's not opposing, it's complementary. And uh, when yin and yang are in combination, they form a method of explaining relationships between objects. So yin and yang. Okay, so yin is darker, softer, quieter, more feminine. It's lunar. It's um, up, 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 up. Whereas yang is loud, it's aggressive, it's masculine, it's warm, um, it's down. Okay, so we have warm and cool. Yin is cool, yang is warm. Yin is feminine, yang is masculine. Yin is moon, yang is sun. Yin is up, yang is down compliments okay and we're constantly as human beings trying to balance um those those two components nature does this pretty well human beings have a little harder time of it so there's the yin yang theory and the other driving um law if you will are the five elements Wood, fire, earth, metal, and water, the fundamental elements of everything in the universe between which interactions occur. Now, I'm going to do my very best in trying to explain the five elements. There's so much, so much that goes into it um, that I'm going I'm to sound like a zygote trying to... Um, trying to explain something that God knows, okay? Just so you know. But it, I think it will still illustrate why teenagers are the way they are and also why or how the rest of us who have grown past um, our adolescence can retain a youthful vitality no matter how old we are. So the first element is wood. And the time of life for wood is birth through youth, and the governing emotions are anger and patience. Again, yin and yang. Anger, because you're, you're trying to express yourself as an individual when you're young. Like, I can do that myself. That's mine. Or get out of my bedroom. Or don't touch me. Don't kiss me. Because I am me. And I am, I am growing and... I am out there and I want to be recognized as an individual. And the counter of that is patience because when we're kids, we have to wait to drive. We have to wait to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. We have to wait to live on our own. So you're, you're practicing patience as well when you're a kid. Okay, <clears throat> the sensitivity, uh, I'm sorry, the mentality of wood is sensitive you know, um, we're very sensitive in our youth. We're very vulnerable. 
<coughs> excuse me, and the season is spring, everything is new. You have the personality and the spirit of a pioneer. You're awake, you're alert, and you want to explore the world. And that, according to TCM, is youth, which seems to um, to um, complement, if you will, the biomedical um, reasoning that um, youth act the way they do because of that prefrontal cortex, again, not forming until you're about 25. Okay, so according to Chinese medicine, how do the rest of us stay youthful when we are no longer young? It seems like this society is youth-obsessed and we mourn the older we get um, and we consider our lives to be over or not as exciting or not as valuable. Well, if we understand the five elements it is important to realize that each of the five elements is a unique stage of power. And within each of those five elements contains a power that is even more powerful than the others. And this continues throughout your life if you accept it. As Sophia Lauren said, there is a fountain of youth. It is the mind. So let your mind be governed by what I'm about to say next. So after the wood phase, we enter fire. And fire is important for our joy and our ability to be passionate and optimistic in life. It gives meaning to our relationship with others and allows us to express ourselves fully. Fire is the maximal stage of activity and it is the time of life for it is young adulthood. So we're in college now, and we're embarking on careers, and we're embarking on um, serious relationships. Maybe we have roommates, and we have to share a life with this roommate, or maybe we're falling in love with someone that we're considering marrying, or we're getting married, okay? So um, the governing emotions here are mania and joy. So this is a very joyful time of life, or it should be. But um, <clears throat> too much joy is too much of a good thing. Maybe you're out partying all the time that you're neglecting your, your duties as an adult. Um, or maybe you're, um, you're overdoing it with sexual relationships or with drugs or something that's introduced to you as a young adult. So, you know, kind of rein it in, you know, but do pursue joy. And... Um, this is a mentality that's creative. You're creating things. Everything is new in the world, but you have, you have power now. You have control, and you start to create your own life, and you have the personality and the spirit of a wizard. So go on those power lunches. Hang out with your friends, and be very active. Run, play frisbee, uh, swim, just... Get as much out of your young adulthood as you can. Let those fires burn, okay? From fire, we go to earth, which is um, you're well into adulthood. You're entering your middle age, okay? Now, you're a little more selfless um, when you're of earth. 
you're becoming concerned for all beings who need your protection because now you've gotten married, perhaps, and you're raising children, or you care about other people's children, or you have aging parents that you're taking care of. So now you're the caretaker. Now you are loyal and you're committed to other people. So um, <clears throat> the governing emotions of Earth is on one hand worry and on the other hand love and empathy. So you're worried about other people's um, state of life. You're worried about your teenager coming home too late. You're worried about the health of your parents. You're worried about your spouse and his job. Worry, worry, worry. And if you worry too much, then you work yourself into a state of anxiety and you can start to discover that you're developing ulcers or acid reflux. Now, I won't get too heavily into this, <clears throat> but each of the elements has a governing um, um, or two governing organs. Now, with Earth, it's spleen and stomach. Think about it. Middle, middle age is a time when people start to complain about ulcers or acid reflux or they have to change their diet, okay? So um, <clears throat> it's really a good time for you to stabilize your life and center yourself. Be careful with sugar. So it, if you want something sweet, choose a smart sugar like fruits, carrots, olives, sweet potatoes, and eat slowly and calmly, spread out the eating and be mindful of what you eat and how you eat. So think about Cena d'Italia, okay? Supper in Italy. They really spread out the time that they eat. So supper time in Italy is like three hours. You have your first course, you sit and you talk and you really kind of connect, you really get to know the person that you're talking with um, and finding out their concerns and their dreams. So you have your power lunches, which are pretty um, surface when you're a young adult, but now you're sitting and you're talking and it could be with your spouse, it could be with your child, it could be with a friend, but you're really having a heart to heart with them over the table. Very important to Italian culture and it should be important to all of ours all cultures. Spread that eating out. Be mindful, especially when you're middle-aged. You are a peacemaker. You're, you're um, balanced. You have clarity. Um, and you're a leader. So enjoy this time. Because the next uh, phase is metal. So now we're entering old age. Metal the governing emotions there are sorrow and courage, okay? So sorrow because you look in the mirror and you're not that beautiful young person anymore. Sorrow because um, your parents have died and you have friends who are beginning to die. Maybe your spouse is dying. Um, so it's a time of, it's, you know, not for the faint of heart, old age. You have to be courageous. And you have to look at your own mortality and know that death is coming for you. Um, 
So your mentality now is intuitive. You've retired, you're scaling down and you're turning in. You're becoming more yin, whereas you were once more young, okay? You're the alchemist. You're transforming matter, metal into gold. So you're taking your old age and you're creating a gift with it, okay? A gift to yourself and a gift to others. So refine your resources, rid yourself of anything unnecessary, become spiritual, intellectual, and purify. Your diet now is plant-based. You're eating root vegetables. You're adding ginger and cayenne to help your digestion. But guess what? You're lifting weights, metal weights, really good for your body, really good for your bones. Build your muscle, build your bones but relax in the evening, go yin, you're, you're more yin, you're more quiet, you're not as active, you're more intellectual, you're darker, it's okay, accept it. Finally, water is the last of the elements. Now we're really old age, we're, we're close to death. This is the time of rest and hibernation when nature retreats to build up its reserves for the next cycle of seasons. And for you, that means you're preparing for your next life. Accompanying, accompanying water is fear and calmness, fear of death. You're afraid to die or you're calm in the face of death. I'm not afraid to die. I want to be reunited with my loved ones. Okay. You know, um, balance those out, you know, balance them out. It's a little, you know, to be fearful, um, a little fear is natural because we have a fear of the unknown where we have a fear of death, but you can also be calm in the face of it. Now, um, the governing, one of the governing um, organs of water is the kidney. Now, I'm not going to get too much into the organs. I could, you know, devote an entire episode or more to this. But I bring up kidney because um, if you go through Chinatown, you're going to find very old people out in the parks and they're exercising. And what they're doing is they're walking backwards. So they're working muscles that normally don't get work. And they're actually pounding their backs with a soft fist. You know, they're, they're kind of drumming on, on their own backs. And the reason is kidney, they're kind of tonifying the kidneys when they do this. And the kidney houses fear, so they're trying to lessen their fear. But also the kidney is the, um, is the stoking fire for all of the other organs in the body. And when I, when I talk about the organs, I'm not necessarily talking about the physical organs. I'm talking more about the energy of the organs. And the kidney is like the, like the headquarters. So you actually keep young by tonifying the kidneys. And that's why you see them, you know, <clears throat> tapping on their kidneys as they walk through the park backwards. Really fascinating. <clears throat> the mentality here is spontaneity. So you're having a second childhood. So real old age is supposed to be about your second childhood. But you're full of wisdom and truth and knowledge. You are the spirit of a philosopher. So you should be writing. Write down your memories. Write down your experiences. Because that's what you take with you. 
your sense of adventure, your passion, and your experience. You take it from this life to the next. You're articulate, you're clever, you're introspective, you're self-contained and self-sufficient, you're penetrating. We throw away and abuse and neglect our old people when they are our greatest treasures. And our own old age should be our greatest treasure because we're getting ready for the next cycle and we've, we've come to a completion in this one and we have everything. We have all of our experiences programmed into us and um, it should be a time of celebration. So if you're wise, you will follow the way of the five elements. And now it is time for bedtime stories from the acoustic bookshelf. I'm going to read the 72nd chapter of the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. <clears throat> no masculinity. Maintain femininity and be a ravine for all under heaven. By being a ravine for all under heaven, eternal integrity will never desert you. If eternal integrity never deserts you, you will return to the state of infancy. Know you are innocent. Remain steadfast when insulted and be a valley for all under heaven. By being a valley for all under heaven, eternal integrity will suffice. If eternal integrity suffices, you will return to the simplicity of the unhewn log. No whiteness, maintain blackness and be a model for all under heaven. By being a model for all under heaven, eternal integrity will not err. If eternal integrity does not err, you will return to infinity. When the unhewn log is sawn apart, it is made into tools. When the sage is put to use, he becomes the chief of officials. For great carving does no cutting. Meditate on that wisdom this week. And until next week, Buena Notte.